Good afternoon. Welcome to That AI Show, where we discuss AI in perpetuity. So uh, I'm going to play some music. Invite a bunch of people to the room. Got some new complicated beats. Can everybody hear me all right? So uh, I hope to get into some of this stuff. We had James for a little bit, and then he just took off. I hope he comes back. Ah! All right, so I've got this lead here from KQED. It looks like artificial intelligence is going to bring Anthony Bourdain's voice back to life. Uh, Should it have? So this is an editorial. And, you know, as much as I love Anthony Bourdain, and I I dig his voice and I dig his production, um, I I feel really weird about posthumously resurrecting people um, using AI. And the only reason why I don't like that is because it just is the same technology that you can use for deep fakes. And deep fakes, you know, representing your voice and technology. When... Let's say somebody poached my voice and used it in in some you know criminal media. I wouldn't want that, but that's that's a concern you have with deep fakes is that people misappropriate your voice and um we're not taking calls yet. I'm just gonna speak about this a i stuff here for a little bit and then then we'll we'll get back to it um so I just wanted to say that uh let me just read this let me just go there so we have a documentary ethics panel about about it later, joke Morgan Neville, uh, the director of the new Anthony Bourdain documentary Roadrunner, as he revealed to The New Yorker that three lines in his movie, which sounded like they were being delivered by the late chef-turned-media personality, were actually generated by AI. Well, later has arrived. The film uses a variety of clips from Bourdain's wide backlog of TV shows, radio and podcast appearances, and audiobook recordings. See? See? Uh, by design, Neville wanted the AI-generated voiceovers to blend in with those recordings. So, if they whack me tomorrow, if if the if the narcos get me, drag me under a bus, and uh, and they get me tomorrow, th- someone can still use my uh, my voice for for justice recordings in the future. I just I just want want people to know if if they get me, if the government snipers get me in my paranoid humor. Then, then they can resurrect my voice for, for later use as, as an AI. And I don't really want that, but I'm sure those decisions won't be made by me. They'll be made by other people. Um, by design, Neville wanted the AI-generated voices overs to blend in with those recordings so audience members would never know the difference. Critics like Sean M. Burns found the technique duplicitous, tweeting... I feel like this tells you all you need to know about the ethics of people behind the project. I kind of believe him. 
The writer of the original New York piece, Helen Rosner, had a more gracious read of the situation, calling the use of expansive storytelling techniques entirely consistent with how Bourdain worked. Writer and critic Jason Sheehan, who reviewed Roadrunner for NPR before its use of AI became public, says he isn't entirely sure how to feel. I mean, it's... Is it all that different from Ken Burns having Sam Watterson read Abraham Lincoln's letters in his Civil War documentary? I think it is, but I'll just finish reading this. Neville claims that he used Burdain's own words, things that he'd written or said that just didn't exist on tape, and that matters, Sheehan says. Burns had asked Watterson to make Lincoln say how much he loved the new Subaru Outback, and sure... That's a problem, but this isn't that. This is the admittedly queasy choice to bring back to life the voice of a dead guy and make that voice speak words that already existed in another form. Is it creepy knowing about it now? Absolutely. Was it wrong? I don't think so. But, you know, because there's no defamation of the dead. But once we get into that, we're just like, zombification of, of... of what people do with their images. You have to own your images. You have to own yourself. Self-ownership is key at this pivotal moment in technology policy. And this is why, because you're not dead, but people are still using your likenesses in these uh, licensing nightmare, licensing scenarios. And it is so difficult to control because AI is doing it. They send in the AI to just scrape it up, and then the AI will do it faster and more uncontrolled, like a like a mechanical reaping of your image. Ah ah ah, Palantir. Ah ah, Palantir. Okay, so um, <clears throat> was it wrong? I don't think so," said said the liberal. Said, but these things are are decided in public. Is it? I think it's decided by a bunch of editors in a newsroom. It'll get hashed out on social media and in spaces like this, and then we'll move on, all of us having been forced briefly to consider the possibility of an endless zombie future where nothing we've ever said or written really goes away. Uh, 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 okay, I'm going to move on. Okay. So, uh, there is the idea that artificial intelligence can be a copyright author. Okay. So... Again, I'm going to just reinforce the point that you need to own yourself, own your stuff, own yourself. The things that you say and generate need to be owned by you because the tech industry will say, oh, well, the AI did it. But, and the, we don't have to pay the AI because it just poached from you and you wrote this contract with us and now we own it because we own the AI. And but but I think that that's one of those things that we need to kettle or get a grip on right away while privacy uh, law is being developed because there's a privacy law in Congress right now, and they will not, will not, will not, will not, will not, will not touch self ownership ID biometrics. They're gonna have to get at it because they they brushed the term of data ownership, okay, but the leftists who developed these policies in part uh, have been in listening sessions for over a decade, but none of them, 0% of them will come to the floor to debate you owning data license, getting paid for that data by the tech companies who are making hand over fist on your data, your property. Okay, I am an advocate for private property. I am an advocate for self-ownership. And the fact that your license rights are being ignored, just patently ignored, ignored by the government, ignored by the grayscale people who buy data in the government, and then the people who do data generation marketing in the tech industry. They all ignore you. They're ignoring us. They're just ignoring it. There are laws that protect you. Don't don't care. Won't enforce. Nobody's enforcing. So 
uh, that's a problem because once they develop an AI that can be a copyright author that basically gets real close you know in WAV file to what you're saying or how you're saying it and they can post your identity and kind of be you without being you okay with just like if they just change like one little tick or iota like in the code okay it's it's not it's not Sheila Dean it's it's this AI but it sounds exactly the same it's like but it's not this is artificial we own this we own this so you've got to got to got to got to like do do your prince version of self-ownership right now got to get in there right now legally and drive your stake into the ground because otherwise the advertising industry the tech industry and the government will be making these decisions for you in the future and you won't own yourself at all so they're gonna find a way mark my words they're gonna try to find a way but you've got to stand up for it right now this is a lecture sorry okay artificial intelligence can be a copyright author suit says it's a lawsuit artificial intelligence could be the proud offer author of copyrighted material if its creator emerges victorious in a lawsuit against the US Copyright Office. Stephen Thaler, the president and CEO of Imagination Engines, sued the Copyright Office on Thursday following the agency's denial of Thaler's copyright registration application on the basis that the work created by the inventor's AI lacks the human authorship necessary to support a copyright claim. It's the lawsuit's latest lawsuit filed by Thaler, who has sought to secure AI intellectual property rights around the world so far with limited success. On Monday, he will argue before the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit that inventors on patents do not need to be human. My interest is the definition of what a person is, Thaler said in the interview with Bloomberg Law. What I'm building, what many will argue is a sentient machine intelligence. So maybe expansion to the term sentient organism would be in order. Thaler's copyright lawsuit said his registration application listed in an AI system known as the Creativity Machine. As the author of a two-dimensional artwork, A Recent Entrance to Paradise, he listed himself as the owner of the copyright in the work, citing the work of Work for Hire Doctrine. But both these cases are t- legal test cases that are designed to help enhance the discussion about what to do now that we have artificial intelligence stepping into the shoes of people and doing human sorts of things, said Ryan Abbott, a partner at Brown, Neri Smith, and Khan LLP, who is representing Thaler. The Copyright Office considered Thaler's request for copyright twice and refused to register it both times due to the lack of human authorship. It also said Thaler wasn't entitled to apply for copyright registration for the work. The denial creates a novel requirement for copyright registration that is contrary to the plain language of the Copyright Act, contrary to the statutory purposes of the Act, and contrary to the constitutional mandate to promote the progress of science according to the lawsuit. So this case presents a next step in technical evolution and is important for the law to keep pace with it, says Abbott. Cause of action, Administrative Procedure Act violation, relief. It's the order compelling the Copyright Office to set aside its refusal to register the work. Responsible and reasonable attorney fees and costs. Response, the Copyright Office wasn't immediately available for comment. And Brown, Neary, Smith, and Kahn represents Thaler. Attorneys haven't yet entered in an appearance for copyright. So we'll have to kind of like follow up with this at some point. And this is a Bloomberg story. So there it is. All right, last last story. Okay, these creepy fake humans herald a new age in AI. And this is, uh, this is the MIT Technology Review. So hang in there. I got a couple callers. I'm so glad you're here. Ah! Okay, MIT Technology Review. You need more data for deep learning? Synthetic data companies will make it for you. They'll just make up some humans for you. So you can see the faint stubble coming in on his upper lip, the wrinkles on his forehead, the blemishes on his skin. He isn't a real person, but he's meant to mimic one. And there are hundreds of thousands of others made by Datagen, a company that sells fake 
simulated humans. These humans are not gaming avatars or animated characters from movies. They are synthetic data designed to feed the growing appetite of deep learning algorithms. Firms like Datagen offer a compelling alternative to the expensive and time-consuming process of gathering real-world data. They will make it for you, how you want it, when you want it, and relatively cheaply. To generate it, synthetic humans, Datagen first scans actual humans. It's made from people. It partners with vendors who pay people to step inside the giant full-body scanners that capture every detail from their irises to their skin texture <laughs> to the curvature of their fingers. Uh, the startup then takes the raw data and then pumps it through a series of algorithms which develops 3D representations of a person's body, face, eyes, and hands. The company, which is based in Israel, says it's already working with four major UST tech giants, through, though it won't disclose which ones are on the record. Its closest competitor, Synthesis AI, also, also sorry, offers an on-demand digital human. Other companies generate data to be used in finance, insurance, and healthcare. There are about as many synthetic data companies as there are types of data, so they're not the only one. It's a competition now for fake humans. Once viewed as less desirable than real data, synthetic data is now seen as some sort of panacea. Real data is messy and riddled with bias. New data privacy regulations make it hard to collect. By contrast, synthetic data is pristine and can be used to build more diverse data sets. You can produce perfectly labeled faces, different ages, shapes, and ethnicities to build a face detection system that works across populations. Because face detection is just really always awesome and not creepy, right? We're just going to feed it synthetic data so that it can look at real humans again. Ah! Okay, but synthetic data has limitations. It fails to reflect reality. It could end up producing even worse AI than messy, biased, real-world data, or it could simply inherit the same problems. What I don't want to do is give thumbs up to this paradigm and say, oh, well, this will solve so many problems, says Kathy O'Neill, a data scientist founder of algorithmic auditing from ORCAA, because it will also ignore a lot of things. Okay, so that's that's the... That's the news. There you go. I'm so glad to see so many people here on that AI show. I'm going to go ahead and start taking calls. There's, we got Reggie first up in the queue, so I'm going to let Reggie um, attack some of this. Go ahead, Reggie. What's up? Sure. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Thanks for thanks okay. for joining that AI show. Yeah, so what AI part of this uh, really piqued your interest? Well, the, the, the idea of AI. You know, AI is such a large subject. And it sounds like you're mostly discussing the part of AI that's more like uh, an algorithm, programmed algorithm AI. And, uh, you know, and having watched this uh, many, many, many years, even decades, very interested. Well, tell us what you do, AI. Reggie. Like, are you, are you involved in AI science or are you a data scientist? Uh, like, what's your angle? I'm a telecom engineer, but I've oh. been a technology person my entire life, which is quite long. And I've been looking at this and very interested in the developments that we're coming into. And looking through the history of my life, you know, the, you go back to some of the AI concepts, going back to like 2001, the Space Odyssey and HAL doing its thing, going off. And, uh, but that brings up a very interesting point. Are you familiar with uh, Hal, the computer? What is Hal? Oh yeah, we all know who Hal is from from what twenty okay. ten so, or two thousand two thousand four. Two thousand one, a space. Two thousand one. Okay, it was a long gone. Back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well that was the probably the first time that uh, that AI was brought into the you know into the our social sphere at that time, and since then. Uh, now much of what we're talking about AI is not necessarily AI as as shown by or as uh, exemplified by Hal, but it's more along the lines of program bots uh, following algorithms. You know, essentially you can kind of figure that they're, you know, kind of programmed, uh, synthesized life, uh, life uh, emulations, okay. 
Well, there is another type of AI, and I didn't hear that you were discussing it, and there's a big difference between the types of AI. Now, the big step, you know, the big quantum leap, leap in AI comes in the idea of a self-aware AI. Right. We're going to have to do an entire show just on quantum computing and that will get around to that self-aware AI concept. Well, but but right. this isn't it today. It's just synthetic people. People as AI and okay, yeah, and and that's what I figured. But I wanted, <laughs> but I wanted to toss that out there because the way it looks to me, that it's, you know, having paid close attention to it, and I've been plugged into technology like you can't believe my entire life, including looking forward and seeing things that were early in my life that were coming, they appeared and then they were obsolete. You know, went into obsolescence. A good example was the, you know, the CD. Or the DVD. <laughs> that was interesting watching that one come, predicting it, and having a lot of people saying, oh no, it'll never happen, and then watching it come and then go away. Right. Of, uh, advancements. And that's how, just like, you know, uh, going through the whole process of finally coming up with a computer that could beat a chess master. You know, and, and, that, mm. and that's a good example of, uh, of essentially a, an AI algorithm. But as far as the fake people, that's that. You know, that's kind of, you know, I kind of look at that as like it's stacking a deck on getting things done. So you can essentially socially, or you can engineer responses. Right now, it seems to be mostly being used as a spin to try to add weight or add, you know, one way or another in any sort of narrative that's going on. So uh, the big use for that, of course, is stacking a deck and making it seem like, uh, you know, what do they call it? Manufacturing consent or manufacturing dis- discontent. You know, there's a, and, and that's a, another interesting thing. Part of the thing is, I, don't know, I would like, uh, you know, because I, I just recently joined Twitter, even though I kind of paid attention all along. It's just that it didn't seem to me, it seemed to be, kind of a little club group. But uh, one of the things that is important when you start having some of the social media, and I, we've watched and seen that develop over the last decade, where it can control what is supposedly being talked about. In some cases, you can't tell if it's really being talked about or whether half the conversation or even more on that is you know, going on between you know, battles between the bots. The yeah, because you know, the problem is, is that people don't know this has been a problem for years, at least 15, almost 20 years now, is that people don't know who's a human online. Right. They, don't, they don't know there's the CAPTCHA. On the internet that right. They, they don't know the CAPTCHA, so that's, that's why they're doing CAPTCHA. And then, of course, they're, t- t- Twitter is being purchased by Elon Musk, and he doesn't want to buy bots. He wants to buy Well, I people. agree with that. I mean, because bots aren't real. I mean, it's, it's, it's like manufacturing, printing your own money without having anything to base it on. That's exactly Yeah, right. Yeah, and then people as money, which is basically the transitive that, that isn't talked about. I will talk about it. I will talk uh, about people being used as... You just the amount of money as, by it over, over the last three years. We yeah, and then print the, triple the amount of people via AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, and the opinions, and, and supposedly what opinions are. So, as you could probably look at my picture, I don't hide who I am, and I've, I've actually been involved with, uh, even going back to the bulletin boards, way back in the 80s, if you can believe that, you know, and I've never, well, you know, you kind of had a different name, even though it's, it's always easy to trace. If you, you can trace back to whether people are real or not, you know, our government knows everybody who's real or not, everything that we've ever done electronically has been copied and stored for the last probably at least 20 years, but probably further than that. You know, uh, so I've never really tried hiding who I am, and in many cases I'll, you know, uh, it, and I, I consider that, okay, if you're not part of the, you know, trying to get the cure, well, that's not really true. If you're, you know, the saying goes, if you're not part of the, the answer, you're part of the problem. Well, there's also, that's not necessarily true. There's a whole lot of things in states, that, those that really aren't affecting it one way or another. 
Okay, I mean, let me let me ask you a focusing question because because uh, we got people coming in, in and out of here. I, I, I mean, I just want to. There's other people behind you in the queue as well. Um, so, artificial humans or human intelligence that is AI. What are you finding most common on Twitter? Twitter, I I got a feeling it's probably. 15 to 25 percent of the, of, of the people on Twitter, maybe higher than that, because mm-hmm. some of them are real people. They just have multiple IDs. And that's a game that's been played for a long time. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're All animal. right. That's another animal. So multiplicities of, of identities. Okay. Yeah, I can see like that. Some people like you know, play devil's advocate on one side. You know, I by accident have another account on something that I post, and it doesn't it doesn't link back to my other account, so there are almost two identities, even though I mostly behave the same. But I do notice that for some strange reason, one of my accounts and how I post things is not linked to the other account. And I, I'm fine with that. You know, I've thought of... Who has time? That's life. that's my question. You I, know, I, that Who has time to do these multiplicities of accounts? Because it makes my business, sinuses here hurt. The people who make it their business to use that and leverage all these different ideas. That's, you know, it's like the troll farms. And, you know, okay, so it's somebody who actually has everywhere. a professional slant. You, you believe, you posit that it's it's a professional that does nothing but, it, Some of it. but profile Some of generation. Also sport. Some of it's also sport. You know, they used to have the saying many years ago. The make themselves that, a pack yeah. hunter? Like, make themselves pack. their own wolf pack? Uh, ridiculous. Yes, yes. Uh, it used to be a joke, and this is, uh, and this might, you know, date me, considering it was a, uh, Modern that time, the internet where men are men and women are men, and thirteen-year-old, <laughs> yeah, thirteen, yeah, and thirteen-year-old girls are, are FBI agents. Oh God! Oh. And that was really popular, and it's you know, and there's a lot of truth to a lot of these things because they really haven't changed much, even though everybody likes to dance around that. Oh no, it's not this way because that's the other thing is shape. You know, yeah, I mean, the way, there's a lot of shade on the internet. Things. That's the number, I feel the number one reason uh, the uses of bots is alternative IDs, maybe some of it's recreational trolling. I don't know if you ever saw the South Park episode where, where Randy is out there, you know, doing his midnight troll routine. But some people get, you know, get a kick out of it. And, uh, you know, and the, but then there's also the commercial use. Anything that can be commercially used will be. Just, okay. You know, don't, you know, all, all right, Reggie, we, we got to take the next okay, caller, but I, I, I appreciate it. Okay, go ahead. The way to cure this is kind of what I'm doing is that there needs to be some authentication that a person is attached to a real person to add an additional weight to whatever they're whatever they're saying. That they're not hiding behind some bot or something. And that is how you can add weight. Now that doesn't I'm not saying eliminate them, but if you want to have more impact, you should say, Okay, authenticated identities. Okay? Yeah, I mean that, that's that's also it's its own um, morass uh, in and of itself because I well, I, be... I waded way into the um, the identity trip well, a few years ago and just a minute, Reggie, I'm, I'm talking. I just a minute there. Um, I just wanted to indicate that the national strategies for in, uh, for identity in cyberspace and stick was this pass at um, credentialing or mass credentialing uh, people online. And one of the problems is... Problematic with, there. there. There is a host of real-world problems with uh, real-time credentialing or government credentialing online, because uh, especially biometric credentialing, because they want to integrate, integrate and centralize that entire identity quorum. Yeah, for a digital, another, holistic uh, digital ID that that calls like like a wallet, all sorts and terms of of certain IDs. Now people can do this voluntarily, but to, oh, yeah. to make you it, uh, yeah, which I'm yeah. never going to be in favor of. You know, Reggie, I'm I'm too freaked out. I'm going to talk to Bloody now. Thanks okay, for calling I'll, in, okay? I'll let you go anyway. If you want paranoia, I got lots of paranoia, but I'm not paranoid about it. Well, I, I've got plenty of paranoia. That's that's not the... Uh... And by the way, just because you're paranoid... <laughs> doesn't make you... That doesn't mean they're not co- they're not following you or they're not they're tr- not uh, bothering you. Yeah, I got it, Reggie. Go ahead, Bilotti. 
No, well, you know what? Uh, how are you doing, Shayla? But hey. the whole thing, the, the whole thing is honestly, is yes, there is got to be some paranoia, but not based out of ignorance or just fear for itself. We we want to know where this AI is going. If people like 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 uh, Nico, like uh, Musk is telling us from Tesla, is constantly telling us there's something in the works, but he's not honest enough to tell us everything. Is that he himself is fearing and he's embracing us. But with not enough information, well, what is going to happen? We've already seen this with Twitter. You mentioned this a couple of minutes ago and how they added numbers to Biden for crying out loud using their algorithms, their AI. What is there to, 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 to say of the future if AI will be manipulating data to, their, to whatever group's favor? Okay, I, I just I just read a story today. Like I don't I don't know if you were here for it or not, but basically, artificial intelligence is uh, they're using Anthony Bourdain uh, and AI to to read for Anthony Bourdain's voice in this uh, in this documentary that he's he's in, and it's called Roadrunner. And and basically, the you know the the people who are producing the the media are like, well, it's okay, you know, no defamation of the dead, you know, we can do whatever, whatever. you know, is it wrong? Not really. Is it creepy? Yes, you know. <laughs> so, but, you know, they're, they could do this with deep fakes of people's media, like your voice, my voice on this platform, and and auto-generate uh, an AI to, to, to rep- misrepresent us or represent us, um, you know, after we're dead. And so th- that's the kind of stuff that's that's going on. This is why self ownership and the the vanguard of self ownership needs to get a, a hell of a lot stronger in in our governance and leadership. And, and, so, and so about that's it, what, I think. what about like for example, you have a successful program, and 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 in, and in, and in the future, how do we know they don't snuff you out and put it? I AI said it already. Oh well, my like, god! And think like it. <laughs> If I get whacked by somebody, you know, know? somebody, somebody hates, but then, and then slowly, little by little, you become the perfect lefty that they want, not that open-minded second amendment, first amendment loving America. No, they want somebody on their side and somebody that evolved. And yeah, Shayla's there. Nobody knows. Shayla goes into the calling app. Nobody knows that she was snuffed. But guess what? It's not the same Shayla. She's changing. She's evolved over time. (laughs) <laughs> and she picks up and she goes, "Hi, Bloody, how you doing, Bloody?" And I'll be like, "Oh fuck, Shayla, wow, I want to talk to you, but it's you're not over really there. you, you know? <laughs> exactly. You. you would. I like say you, that. but I don't like you. I like you, but I don't like you anymore. You know, but I know it's you. <laughs> it's <laughs> not you, but you. It's, it's really not I you. I think of you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, they already showed. They already showed it. It wasn't necessarily AI. It was more like a form of graphic design where they were say, able to superimpose the face of one politician, and I think it was done in Europe, somewhere in Central Eastern Europe, they were able to impose on a politician, Vladimir Putin. And it was nothing, had oh, no. nothing to do with him. It wasn't the real one, but it looked exactly, it spoke exactly like him. And he was, I don't know, the Bulgarian, Hungarian, one of the yep. Central yep. Eastern blockades. I did it with People look at it like, yeah, do it as a joke now, but eventually, when the thing comes around, they will not hold back. Really, we're living in a time of deception when you have Ministry of Truth that just got uh, debunked and finally deposed immediately, didn't take off, thank God. I, I would just imagine the misuse of AI. Like they say about guns, yeah. the guns don't mm-hmm. kill, kill people. It's the people in the hands, whether it's in the right hands or wrong hands, it's the one yeah, pulling it's, the it's trigger. AI will be a weapon, whoever it falls. And if tech is all left, believe me, they will misuse it. They will misuse it to control the government, the politicians, the people in general, to defame or, or, or uplift whoever they want to praise their next let, let me hero. get in there. Let me get in there, Bloody. I just wanted to say that there there have been all kinds of like nightmare scenarios that somebody, uh, if they wanted to do like a, a virtual assassination, they plant they plant a gun and in a in a remote location on somebody who is they know is going to be there as a target. Okay, it's like a, they they have a static location and they can, they can control remote control the the manipulation or the positioning of the gun and then uh the, the shooter is is anonymized online 
so that basically kind of like killing by drone like they basically press a button and it 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 kills a person so it's in that dark mirror zone or that black mirror type of uh place where basically uh virtually every everything is kind of could be there could be ai swarm mobbing where it's 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 not even real people but it's it's ai generated uh systems that that actually send send harm your way so there's a lot of safety scenarios that aren't these like wacko like you know you hurt my feelings online type of issues i think that those are kind of you know hey look over here at me i'm sad i'm emotional instead of dealing with actual safety issues um where where people are are generating actual violent intent legally viable violent intent and then uh administering it using uh ai properties so so i just i wanted to to jump in there and and, and indicate that go ahead vladi i didn't mean, didn't mean to i i could i could tell you the multitude of movies you already know one by the famous will smith enemy of the state i mean what I not be able to do it. Who will limit? In fact, it's not. It doesn't have a moral compass. Who's going to put the moral compass? I can tell you about the movie I Am Robot. I mean, when will it start living on its own? When it says, "I don't want you as a creator. I don't want to be controlled by you." And then it figures out a way, starts taking over computer systems. And next thing you know, it's launching. It's launching uh, without nuclear codes from the from the president or anybody who's authorized. It's launching its own nuclear code because it sees humanity as the greatest evil. Yeah, Skynet, thank you. Skynet. You know, so, uh, I mean... It always comes so back to Skynet. Where are they going to allow it to go? How far <laughs> would they allow it? You know? I mean, I could understand AI if it's going to make you, like, cyborg in DC, uh, you know, uh, Justice League or something, you know? And even then, it would have to have some kind of limitation to, <clears throat> to make somebody superpower. I mean, you... Hello, buddy. And that's been coming up a lot. Oh, in the that is their ultimate goal, to live forever. To, where, where they, they could put different body right parts. Right now we're just dealing you know? with like in person. You are here. You are Am I here? here. Am I here? <laughs> right now we're just dealing with for at least. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's AI. not AI, but uh, but I I just wanted to kind of center, kind of like focus focus on. Okay, if you're dead online, okay, is it okay to impersonate you? If you're dead online. Can, can, is it okay to dispatch someone to impersonate you? Uh, how do you know I'm not being impersonated right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that for your next caller. Go ahead. Okay, Vladi. Thank you for calling in. It's so great to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to take Nate now here and make him the next caller. Hello, Nate. Why don't you unmute your mic and, and come talk to us about creepy AI. Are you a human today? Hello, Nate. Is your mic working? We can bring you back if if not. Are you there? Okay. Try unmuting it now. It's, it says it's a solid red with a slash. So just go to the bottom left-hand corner and unmute your mic. I cannot hear you. <laughs> I cannot hear you. So just come, just come back, Nate, when the microphone's operational. Uh, I'm gonna go to Free Assange now. Yeah, Free Assange. Gonna make the next caller. Okay, Free Assange, you're up. Whoa, hey. What's nice going on? You and, uh, scary AI. So uh, I put it in the chat. I think the Skynet thing is a distraction because I used to think that, you know, the robots, they're going to make robot weapons and the robot weapons are going to start shooting us. But, you know, when I got older, I'm like, well, how would they keep putting this in the sci-fi films? And then I started to think about, like, military and strategically, like, if there's this drones flying around killing people, like, EMPs are hard to make. But, you know, once you need EMPs, they become a lot e- easier to make. So I'm like, there's e- there's there's ways to combat it. Yes, they're, you know... Like, real warfare always worked. That's the one thing I want to say, to give people a hope about things. No matter where technology works, real warfare is always going to be superior. The way you could, the reason why is because real warfare always incorporates the new technology in small, incremental ways. 
next okay. point um, is the reason why I think Skynet is a distraction because you know it's too easy to fight back against that. That's why they make the action movies all about that. There's some really corrupt, evil villain. Maybe it was once good or used to believe in it or whatever, but now we all have to band up and fight back against it. You know, that's it's 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 too easy to organize against that. It's so they know you this. versus the machine. Yeah. You, you right, the, like, the people versus the machine. So that, that's not what they want. They want us to be the machine or even better, us to want to be the that machine. That is a very good point. Humans as robots. So this would be, you're positing that they want the people to be the AI because that would make it easier for them to do whatever it is that they're going to do. Well, no, they're already doing whatever there is they're going to do. That's the key thing we got to stop thinking. Like, we think they're all, there's going to be some new plan. There's going to, they're going to put dinosaurs real. Like, they're not going to, they're not going to do anything. They're already doing what they want to do. The plan is for them to keep the train, just to keep the gravy train going. Okay, That's- so what is this, the, you know, if the objective is the, what is the objective of stability. The, the big s- slavery or stability? Stability. Well, that's the same thing. It's, oh, it's okay. Continuity of uh, returns or, or something like that. Right. Investment. They have a lot of investments. They have, you know, they want to see the new movie. They want to, you know, people, us to compete, compete in sports. Like, it's not always like, they're very petty. We, we, I think we, we, we got to fight these people, deify them way too much. Like, it's like, well, how do they have all this money if they're so stupid? It's like, they're not stupid. It's just that they're, they're petty. They have their own wants. And the plan, the, the way we fight back is that we got to stop being dependent on the convenience. Well, I guess I'm getting more political. Let's get back to the AI. The AI is the, um, this is what's going to happen. If they're not going to make robot uh, people to lord over us, or they might make some robot cops, but that's going to be on the small end. What's really going to happen is they're going to make fake AI profiles, and people are going to know they're fake AI, but they're going to be better us's than us. And then our friends are going to start liking them, People are gonna like them more than us. Even oh, when they know okay. The 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 preferred for the artificial versus like, kind of like fake boobs. Like I like the fake boobs better. There right. are men who like the fake fake boobs better. So you're I think the, that's fi- a lie. the fake. I think they're lying. I don't believe you. <laughs> but, uh, no, but my my father was actually one of those people that said he prefers it, and it's an aesthetic. The, the, thing he prefers the, the the fake boobs. But I, I don't. I think he's lying. Though. I think it has to do with aesthetics. It's just more like, I don't think aesthetics, man, I don't know. That is petty. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that your dad is that way. I'm sorry. You know, like, I'm maybe I'm a little petty. I'm, I'm kind of a little naturalistic <laughs> on that. But uh, I don't know. I think it's, well, I don't want to talk about silicone right now. What, what, the, the main thing I think. Silicone Valley. But, <laughs> That's what right, it is. The, uh, like... Artificial. So it's like, we're going to even want to be the fake one. So it's like the way they're going to control us is not like social credit system. It's going to be more like. Don't you want to be like the AI free Assange or the AI uh, AI Sheila? You know, it's not like, well, you know, Sheila, you, we can you can talk about the things you're talking about, but you know, oh, the new and improved, here, right? Right, they're doing all these pictures. Wouldn't you like to go to this and do this? That's more fun. They're more easier to talk to. It's like they're fake. It's like, yeah, I know they're fake, but you know, whatever. You know. But that, that's how they're gonna get us, like convenience. They're even gonna make friendship convenience. Well, like, you know, Vladimir's gonna... just kind of saying that in a different way. You know, they, they, they're like, you know, we like you, but what we really need is we need, we need to, you know, filter you through, say, like the right, Hollywood right. chop shop. Exactly. So, and then the AI that we generate that is also you is so much better. It's so much more commercially viable. And the Chinese will like them. So, but it is fake. But it will so be like- fake. It will be fake. And it'll be open that it'll be fake because they're like, they want you, Sheila, to be the AI Sheila. But the way they're going to do it is market the AI Sheila like they're better than you. But in reality, the real person is always the one that's going to have the value. Who is and the they? You know, so I'm, bad, still, I'm still trying to get at the, at the they. Who is the they? Okay, this is, this is the hardest question. The almighty they. People are not ready. People are not ready to answer. So I'm not going to give you the real answer. I'm just going to keep that. But I'll give you as, enough, as much as the entry level. I'm not saying, but there's, you know, this is a public conversation anyway. It is. People who, the they is the new world order. No. It's hard, it it's hard to find because it does change. You know, they're not immortal. Well, at least not all of them. 
like anybody who exerts influence on more than a hundred people is part of the day. That's okay, the beginning. So, That's not the so full the, answer. The, 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 the essential powerful, like the intelligentsia, yada, yada, yada. No, you can include Instagram people too. If any, if they actually have legitimate influence and I'm, when I'm going to say influence, I mean over your personality, culture, how you speak, what you aspire to, it has to be kind of, not fully complete, but it's complete as a cult, you know, like you, you aspire to be this. If they got that on you and they got more than a hundred people, they're part of the club. Every oh. time. Well, I mean, I, I definitely, huh. Cause I've been, the, I've been that person that, before, but I don't think I'm a they. I don't think I, I roll up with a they. I definitely associate well, definitely with a you. lot of they's. They don't, they don't, they don't mess around. And yet a hundred seems small because there's what, seven billion of us, if you don't count, you know. The well, I mean, I, I never, I never really worried about about you know they's being too powerful because I'm always, I'm, I'm always among the they's, unfortunately. Oh, so you consider yourself well? You know. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I influence influencers. That's what PR is, and, and, it, and oh, it's a survival well. skill, and and so go. so that I can I can make sure that people don't manipulate your life and my life. Uh, against against our interests, so I've I've gotten pretty good at, at fl- influencing influencers. Sociology so. is powerful. It really it's it, it's someone who likes likes to think of themselves as intellectual. It's really humbling when you see sociology at work. When well, you see like someone call a square or circle, <laughs> you know, like when, you, when I actually saw that experiment, I'm like, wow, this shit is strong. And then we see with COVID, we saw in our own our own lives how people just swallowed it up. Like oh, was, they did, you know, man. They really did. Hey, you know what? Before I take Nate's call, I need to run this promo from Naomi Wolf. Naomi I'll Wolf go, is go. coming to uh, that AI show, and she's going to grace us with her presence next uh, next weekend at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which would be 2 p.m. our time in Central Standard Time. So please come, come back and... Um, Definitely partake and listen and participate with Naomi Wolf because she is she's definitely a, a star to me. She's always helped me um, through through my internet and radio career. So I'm going to run a promo uh, just that was featured on Epoch TV right now on her new book. It's not just the virus, and it's not just the vaccine. It's a little bit of cruelty, a little bit of inequality, a little bit of discrimination, a little bit of masking children so they can't breathe, a little, just an injection, just another injection, just losing your job, right? We don't have America anymore. Today I sit down with author and columnist Dr. Naomi Wolf, author of The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. And now a CCP-style cruelty is something that we tolerate. This is American Thought Leaders, and I'm Yanya Kellick. So, yeah, that was a quick um, promo just for, you know, her new book, um, The Bodies of Others. I intend to get her in, in here to talk about women's issues. Amy, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, please tell other women Naomi Wolf is going to be here, and we can talk to her about all those uh, abortion queries uh, in terms of like digital privacy and um, and HIPAA, women's privacy when it comes to this upcoming law. Because I hope we can still guard medical privacy for women in context of whatever happens with Roe v. Wade. I don't know what's going to happen, okay? I'm not really shaking in my shoes, but I'm also, um, I'm respectfully cautious about what will happen to women as a result of the ruling. Um, You know, I I never think that America's going to become this dystopian crapscape of, you know, compulsory reproduction, uh, which would, would be hell. It would be hell. Uh, to become a, a compulsory reproductant in, in America. It would not be a free society. And Naomi Wolf is one of those really respected uh, elders of, of women and, you know, I guess female intellectual fellowship that I respect. I can't say it enough because she will give guidance on this stuff and she has a great voice. And um, for her to, to stand up about bodies in general 
and and tell us how to be sovereign in this age of of dwindling rights uh, is really going to be important. So please, 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 please join us at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time for Naomi Wolf, and um, you know, and we can talk together about medical privacy considerations and technology. She's her own technology company at this point. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Nate's call. Glad for that that promo. Thank you for letting me do that. Go ahead, Nate. Now you can unmute your mic. Hopefully, we'll we'll get it right. This can time. you hear me? Can you? Yeah. Hear me? Yes. Oh my God. Plus, amazing. We did it. Yay. Okay. We did so, it. I don't know. My Bluetooth was messed up, but uh, clearly it's not working. So, um, just to, uh, I'm going to back back away from the uh, abortion topic. And very, very slowly back away and just comment on uh, Anthony Bourdain, the original topic, and just say, I think it's creepy. And, you know, it's, but it's beyond creepy, right? Because it's consent, right? There was like no real consent given. Yeah. It was, and to me, that's like one of the core points is, is that how can a dead person who was, she was just here, right? Like that person was just here recently, like as of a couple years ago. And then you're taking something and putting words in that person's mouth and you're using his own words to do it, right? So like, if you're, if you're quoting Abraham Lincoln, right? Like, you know, he said those words, but uh, for something like this, it's, 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 there's like a, a type of deception that is implicit in it. Right. And so, yeah, that's, uh, I, I think that's just, but it's also kind of like a small taste of, of what's to come. But um, the other thing that's slightly off topic that you may want to do a show on in the future or, or touch on more sure. is I, I posted a link in the messages section okay, about, um, it's, so it's about a program, an AI program uh, called Dolly 2. Oh, Dolly. And, yeah. 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 So they, they have Dolly two now. And I, I mean, I just learned about this maybe a month ago. I didn't know. And, and it's, but it's really, uh, it's amazing and scary at the same time. And, and I think anybody who appreciates AI and especially for people who appreciate art really should check out that YouTube video if you're not familiar with it. Um, and it, it brings up, I mean, if AI can do that right now, Mm -hmm. Um, and if you watch the video, you can see what it can do. It's really mind blowing. Like it's amazing and and it's, it's inspiring, but it's terrifying because what it tells you is that right now that AI is capable of, of, of thought, right? It's not of, of recognizing itself. Mm -hmm. It's not self, um, self-consciousness or being able to, uh, you know, know that it's alive, but the fact that it can do this kind of interpretive, uh, creative uh, thing, I think is is just kind of a um, it's a bellwether as to how far along we are. And yeah, how... it's making decisions. It's it's administrating right. and making decisions. Right, and it's it's interpreting and doing mm-hmm. these things that we associate with with uh, human creativity. Right, and executive that... function. Right, totally. Right, exactly, and. Um, you know, it's it to me. It's like equal parts inspiring and terrifying, um, it, which is kind of you know the heart of AI itself. There's there's elements of both, but but um, you know, it, it will if somebody uses that to create some to create something, right? Like you give it the inputs to bring something to life that you're thinking of. Who created it, right? The person or the AI, and so you can kind of bring that back around to what we're talking about today is like, well, uh, you know, there's going to be some very sticky, I mean, in the legal sort of, you know, technical issues, I think are, are going to be just one, one part of it. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty scary stuff. (laughs) Um, All right. right. And, uh, so so how about these other, uh, you know, these, these fake humans that they're generating, synthetic data so that they can do more biometrics i you know i don't even i don't know enough about it to really have a a huge opinion it sounds to me it sounds like a scam because humanity is always changing and our opinions are changing but i i would have to learn more about it but it just sounds i don't know it sounds like a 
it sounds kind of like a, a, I mean, it sounds like a new market. Somebody's trying to create a new market or, you know, innovate, but it doesn't sound genuine. That's my, that's my gut feeling. Okay. Well, I mean, it is artificial. That's for sure. Well, just besides being artificial, it depends, I guess, what they use to how they generate that data, right? And what are they using as the basis for it? I, I don't know. Do you know? Well, they are using real people okay. uh, as the model, as the training data. But okay, then they're, so pulling, they're pulling from a variety of different, di- different elements, and then they're just creating a different person. Do you a, know a data what? Person. Like for what, um, like for what specific industries they're doing this for? Oh, they're doing it for finance, insurance, healthcare. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's. I mean, I could see why, but I. Yeah. That sounds. Um, it sounds very problematic. Uh, but then again, I don't know how. So, it's so just just give us like one one problem that just flies flies up in the face like right away for you. Just just right top of mind. Well, well, to me, it would be making decisions that affect actual people based off of an artificial algorithm. You know, that's like the. So if they're using it to gauge for to to come up with uh, how much to. Uh, for health insurance, right, or for or for finance, um, who gets approved for a loan? I mean, we have algorithms. There already, you go. Right? Yeah, it's. They money. say that there so, won't be redlining, but you know they're saying like, oh, well, there's privacy infractions, and then there's you know, oh, well, there there will also be bias issues. Like those those are still there if you're going to use them on real people. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's pretty real. It's just that I guess it's AI that's doing it instead of human beings, but I don't know how it's, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, I mean, it's and just... I guess that they haven't really attacked the, the issue or kind of like the consensus about what is redlining when it becomes redlining because the anyone can become in the out person club. That's the one thing I've realized over COVID is that anyone can suddenly become uh, deleted or put into the pariah class, you know, based on the two minutes of hate of the day. And there were so many, like, revolutions of these things. You know, it was the vaccine. It was George Floyd. It was this. It was that. You know? And, and uh, you know, after a while, people were like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not lo- – I'm losing my job over nothing. I show up to work. I'm the same – Everybody else is weird. And, you know, and it's not necessarily legitimate DEI stuff. It's you didn't use a pronoun today in June, so bye. You know, and that's not, that is not a reasonable society. I mean, people have to function. Companies have to function. And see, AI is becoming this, like, super tool to be able to to cut people. And I, I don't, I don't want it to be that, but you know, they're they're trying to get around it. Like, okay, well, we'll just auto generate people, but again, you know, in finance, the criteria changes every day. So, what makes you out club yesterday? Well, the financial, you know, pins and Richters change, and then you know, then I guess you go back to being okay. You're you're already mulched and damaged. Um, and your credit's in the toilet, but who cares? You know, we're we're just going to move on to our next victim. So, <clears throat> you know, and it, you know, it's Google doing it. Google Finance. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Well, the commodification of, mm. you know, it's like mm-hmm. Facebook commodified us. Right. We're the product. We're yeah. we're we're the users. Right. We're not the customers. We're the users. Right. And, and that's 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 system wide. Like if you're using a social media product, even the one that we're on, we are the product. Right. I'm sorry. Absolutely. We're the product. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to just be brutal and honest about it. Yeah, we are. And yeah. so if they're going to make us a product via, you know, it's just another way to commodify our our data. And, uh, well, I mean, I guess for, uh, for this specific example, it would be more making a more efficient way of out, of making, uh, uh, putting people in the out group, right. 
um, because if a machine's doing that or if artificial intelligence is, is doing that, presumably it would be doing it more effectively or faster than, uh, and when I say effective or faster, I just mean like an increase at the rate in the rate at which um, human beings could be really hurt by it, right? Yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, more power and more focus, and, you know, drone control, all of that. Um, Nate, it's, it's been catastrophic. Thank you for calling in. I'm going to take Free Assange before we get out of here. Let him do his rap remarks. Uh, let's see, make the next caller. All right, Free Assange. Woohoo! Woohoo! Hey, all right, sorry if I was too crazy. Thank you for having no, me. No, you on. weren't too crazy. I, I'm just kind of, you know, a little bit ADD sometimes, and, and I just want to jump around. But go ahead. I mean, I, I had to get Naomi in because she's super important. She's really going to grace us with this good knowledge next time, and I hope you come yeah, back. That seems interesting. I think I've heard of Naomi. I might be getting her confused with Naomi Klein. I got, I yeah, I mean, people I, anyway. do that. Nate, Nate also <laughs> did that. Naomi All Wolf. Right. All right, Wolf. Okay, with the wolf. So the other half of the story I was trying to tell about the AI. So we got the AI Sheila, we got the real Sheila. Now, the AI Sheila is not... The reason why they're hidden now is so they can infiltrate and get around. They're not going to want to be hidden in the... They're going to be out in the open in the future because they're going to want to show off like, hey, we're an AI and we're even better than you. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like... Uh, there, will be, there will be some like, you know, infiltrator AIs, but that's something... I'm talking about in mainstream iRobot, Isaac Isimov type thing. So it's going to be... So we got AI Sheila... Yeah, Sheila may even go to college. May go to college, may get a job, may start making money. They may like live full lives, have property in the real world, and they're gonna be like, "Damn, Sheila, you know where are you at? Your net worth's not even half of what AI Sheila is. You know, maybe you're not that responsible. Maybe you got mental health dependency. Maybe we need a Britney Spears contract, yo, at. And that's what that's the type of shit they're gonna do. And they're like, "Well, this is my money. Why is AI Sheila gonna have it?" And the judge is like, "Yeah, well, you know, you're not that responsible and." You're not doing that well, so it would be better just to put you in a, in a prison. But we don't want to do that because we don't want to pay for you. So we're going to have AI Sheila be your caretaker. And it's going to be... Yeah, oh, oh, just kind of like a, kind of like a uh, surrogate, uh, you know. Yeah, because they had... What, what was it I was watching? I think it was watching something on Netflix where they had copies of people manufactured... Like, like they had DNA copies of people manufactured because their their families didn't like their their actual lives as much, and Damn. the plot exactly what I'm was about. <laughs> that's a, you know the the plot was that these people were making their own choices and their families and the people who had you know money you know didn't didn't prefer their choices as much, so they said well we'll get we'll get the same but we'll just we'll just tweak it so that this this other auto generated person that that we've grown from a lab uh well we'll just take take them and make them in the image of of this person and then and then um i think they were actually surgically altered and then we'll just kill you and and then send them out into the world as you and uh, I think that that is a nightmare ego scenario, uh, but I don't think an AI is really going to be qualified to to be a person. So again, that's a, a huge legal issue. You right. know, it's also very elaborate and expensive. Like I don't, I don't think anybody, right. unless you were like a Rockefeller who's greatly displeased with my nephew Tim. Let's just get rid of him and get this robot instead. You know, I don't. I don't think that most people would be able to do that. So I think, I think it won't, it won't right, happen but, today. It won't happen today for sure. Well, no, I'm saying like, I, I don't know where I read this, but like, I, I have to get this sorted. But anyway, I was gonna say it anyway. According to like what GDP really means, it's not actually the gross domestic product. What, it, what the actual the number they correlated to, supposedly according to this source, I I can't name. Um, it's like every person is worth like. It doesn't $10, make any $10. sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, okay, okay, it doesn't make any sense. Just make your point. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't think they're going to replace us because, like you said, it costs too much money. Because, like, you put think about putting all this money to making a robot platform, and then all you get out of it is just a human. You know, and so I was saying, according to this stat, what the gross domestic product of a country really is is just 
each person you have in your country that's relatively healthy is worth ten thousand dollars accordingly to the gene this is not according to the official one this is the secret source i'm talking about so that's okay that's well it's, some, it's some evil actuary scientist who works for an insurance and legal company right. Yeah, it's it's an yeah, actuary right, right scientist. On. You know, I I know who they are. They're the they're, they're the evilists that tell you the the absolute worth of your entire, you know, life, life construct. They're the people who work for the, the life the insurance agency. You have on other people. Yeah, you know, they, they get well. They can't get down to the actual because they're not God. They're not on mission. But they they're not. But they do put monetary like static monetary values based on right. who you are and and your doings and goings. So, yeah, you already know about this. But, oh like, yes, I do. People, it's evil. But <laughs> but like so like that's why I think they won't do the replacements because they're not getting so much out of it. So I think it's more gonna be like they want to they want to like influence us to do the thing like, kind of like Ukraine. Ukraine's the perfect example because you know you know what I would of, be really interested to get in a room with Elon Musk or or the the institution that is Elon Musk and his whole burdensome you know money machine there. And the actuary scientists, because he is calling for more people. Like he's he's saying, our society will collapse if we don't make more people. And I'm thinking, right. hmm, That's just more which society is this that he is speaking of? Or because is he talking about society across the globe? Or is he just talking about this society, the one in the West, where this we society, live? The one in the West, because we have a low birth rate. <clears throat> it is true. Lowering. It's it's used, it used to be higher, and now it's lowering. True, but if you have a lower birth rate than another country, eventually they'll catch up to you, and then even surpass you. So that's, that's okay. really what the fear is. Like They fear Nigeria being this world superpower. You know, okay. I well, I mean, this, this, is, this is something that, for I don't think it's happen, another show. It's I mean, it is a humanist issue, and I, I just want to break in here and tell you that there, um, you know, abortion isn't the sum total of our problem here. The problem is 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 deterrence. Like, okay, well, right now our government won't allow us to make baby formula. That's that's one of the problems that we have. We have government uh, problem issues. The government well, mucks it up for baby wait a minute, wait a minute. You know they they muck it up so that we can't live. Uh, you know a reason. You know the the people who adjust interest rates and create recessions. Those right. are the people who are making it difficult to raise a kid. Um, exactly. Who else is making it? You know, uh, the internet's making it kind of crazy. Uh, they're 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 uh, creating a situation that's that's hard for mental health. Okay, which means that if you're a crazy mommy and you're a crazy daddy, you're going to raise a crazy kid, and then you get Columbine and Uvalde. So it's not the safest society mentally, and for many other reasons, there's loads of deterrence to creating children. And unless, you know, he wants to get involved in, in that, uh, you know, people will be having AI babies and, and, uh, false procreating with with robots and that's where i gotta leave it we're gonna be here next week with naomi klein guys thank you for joining us um i appreciate you being here this has been a fabulous that ai show join us next week with naomi wolf at 2 p.m central standard time we'll see you then